Georgia Bulldog fans, welcome to Hunker Down, Impact Media's weekly drive right through the heart of Athens all the way between the hedges there at Sanford Stadium. Everything Georgia Bulldogs. I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. Welcome in. Got some stuff to talk about this week. We do not have a guest. We are lining up some fun stuff. I know I said that last week. We are. There was some scheduling conflicts this week. I promise you guys we will have somebody on next week, and you guys are going to like it. Now, if you are so inclined to want to help out the show or do any of the following things, if you would like to send us a question, comment, suggestion, rating, review, uh, you want to send us a, I said on the last show, a treasure map. We still accept those. We uh, very much accept uh, invitations to breweries. We very much uh, will accept, um, you know, your grandma's coconut pie recipe. We'll take the coconut pie as well. But either way, if you would like to do that, you can email the show 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number 3-E-N-D-Z-O-N-E at gmail.com. If you would like to anywhere you find a podcast, whether that's Podcast One, whether that's Spotify, or even the iTunes Store or other places, wonderful places you can find it, uh, you can do so there. If there is a place you regularly get a podcast that you cannot find us, let us know. We will remedy that just as fast as we can. If you would like to find us on Facebook, you can, of course, search for us, Hunker Down, Impact Media, or Jeremy York. If you cannot do that, find us one of these other ways, and we will step you through where to find us on there. I promise you we're on there. Uh, if you would like to just be able to click a link and listen to whichever show you would like, whether that's Hunker Down or any of our other shows, you can go to Twitter. And on the account at Team Impact Media, you will find all the shows and the links right there just the shows if you want to find the shows and some other um, fun things throughout the week that we do whether away from impact media or with impact media just fun things in general you can follow my personal account at the impact 99 on triller tiktok twitter and instagram uh, linkedin as well if you want to find me that's fun now Dog fans, Dog Nation. Let's talk about this game at Missouri. I think that played a little bit into it. I think Missouri played a little up. They were trying to play a spoiler. I will give them the credit of, of doing that. They, they came to play. They came to play, and so did UGA. They, I think they got caught flat-footed a little bit. We'll talk about this game uh, right now. Early on, it was a, a three-and-out fest. Then we get a, a big run from Milton on the second drive. Uh, the fumble, unfortunately, right there was recovered by Missouri at midfield. Uh, they end up going three and out. The UGA defense just was having none of it early. UGA gets the ball back. They go three and out. Um, McConkie was, he, something's going on. I don't think he's injured or nothing. He's still a great player. Him and Bennett, too. Bennett was able to, to kind of, warm up a little bit, but McConkie, I don't know, maybe maybe he's been studying for his biology quiz or something like that, but he hasn't quite been the player he was early on. I think he's going to bounce back here soon, possibly this week, but uh, he's kind of having a slow day at that point. 
Missouri was able to find some chunks and get down the field. They put the first points on the board to make it 3 to nothing with about four minutes to go in the first. Um, UGA did make some progress. They ended up having to punt. And then at the end of the third or at the end of the first quarter, it was three to nothing, Missouri. Now that was the first time this year that UGA did not score in the first quarter. So congratulations to Missouri. It was not all them. It was a little bit of both. But uh, hey, accomplishments, accomplishment. Congratulations. Um. Missouri had a passing touchdown from the red zone that made it 10 to nothing with uh, about 12:43 to go in the half. UGA gets the ball back once again. Stetson Bennett tries to to do a little too much, and he fumbles. He fumbles once, and then he ends up fumbling a second time. I believe Missouri got the second one. They take over. They end up with a 49-yard field goal. It is 13 to nothing at this point, with 8:53 to go in the first half. And some of you guys needed some breathing exercises. I, I, I was, I was there with you, man. I, we were sweating that one out. It wasn't I wasn't that worried. I don't think you guys were that worried. But hey, 13 to nothing. It's approaching halftime. You're like, hold on, hold on. We're the number one ranked team in the country. What's going on? Uh, then. UGA is able to get some big chunks uh, through the pat to a big pass and catch to, of course, Brock Bowers. Hey, if you can't get Lad McConkey going, find Brock Bowers. Get get Milton going. You know, you guys know the, the people to get going when you need to because it, it eventually made everybody else kind of round out and and do some great things too. They get a field goal. It is now 13 to three with six and a half minutes to go. Missouri answers with a field goal of their own. Their kicker, man, is all worldly. He is unreal but uh 16 to 3 with three minutes to go there uh, stetson is able to find his rhythm they do the fake stetson field goal or the fake field goal stetson gets the first down there uh leads to a pause lesney his second field goal of the game 16 to 6 and we go to halftime at halftime i feel like I feel like there was a good stern talking to in that locker room, or or maybe they they sat around and sang songs. I don't whatever they did, they come out a slightly different team. Missouri ends up a three and out, and they punt to start off the third. The offense was finding space. It led to another Podlesny field goal, 16 to nine at this point, with 5:53 to go in the third. Uh, there was a huge pass and catch early by Missouri that led to a 52-yard field goal. Yeah, 52. This guy doesn't miss very often. And when he does, it's crazy. 19-9 uh, to 9 with about four minutes to go at that point. UGA finally gets some big plays. Pause Lesney field goal there. 19-12 to 12 with two minutes to go. And then the Missouri offense was moving the ball pretty well. At the end of thir the third, it was still 19-12 to 12 Missouri. Uh, to start the fourth, get a 55-yard field goal. 55-yard, man. It, Missouri is up 22-12. to 12, Only 10 points. Uh, UGA, uh, Stetson Bennett was getting banged around a little bit. They go for a fourth and one near the goal line. They end up getting the rush touchdown. It is now 22-19 to 19 with about nine minutes to go. Missouri ends up with a three and out. They punt. 
UGA takes the ball. They punch in a rush touchdown to go ahead for the first time all day long. Here's this offense we've been looking for, 26-22. to 22. Seemed like Missouri started to feel the pressure at that point. They end up uh, with another failed drive, and they punt. UGA does a quick rush to the line. They were just quick rush to the line plays where they would stay in the huddle, stay in the huddle, stay in the huddle. Maybe one player would split off, and then they just would scatter real quick and get into position, which means you have no idea what they're trying to run. The defense was just having to guess, and they were able to catch them off balance and catch them a few times. Uh, th th those are fantastic plays. And the dogs hold on. They win this one 26-22. That's another win. They are still undefeated at 5-0. and But because Alabama beat a better team, than, than Missouri and a ranked team and beat them better, looked a little better doing it, UGA has dropped to number two. I don't have a problem with that. For one, the rankings mean nothing right now. They don't mean anything for another handful of weeks when a committee sits down to start doing the actual rankings. We just rank them now just for the sake of doing it, just so that somebody's ranked. But UGA at number two, great. The pressure's off. It's more fun to chase the number one than to be the number one. It's hard to stay number one. So let Alabama do that. Let Alabama have their have their fun. It's fun. The only thing that'll matter is when it gets to the end. And whether you're one or two, I think you're still in a good spot. So did we worry a little bit over UGA this week? Yeah, we we did. Like I said, it uh. Those few times uh, you're like, well, well, okay, we need to button a few things up. But that defense, man, that defense was on it. And when Pod, Pod Lesney got within his range, he nailed the field goal. And they, in those two facets of the game, kept UGA in this until the offense could come around. And when they did, they punch in one, they throw and catch another. Hey, now you're in business. Now you're showing people who you really are. Let's not wait till the fourth quarter to, to really get going with that, but... You know, they didn't look that good against Kent State. They didn't look that good against Missouri. I just think that they were matchup nightmares for uh, the UGA Bulldogs. And I, I don't think that's going to be a problem going forward. I think they've learned enough from that that um, I think they learned enough from that to where we're not going to see that issue moving forward. And after we come back from a break, we're going to talk about the upcoming game versus the Auburn Tigers. And we'll be back after the break where we will hear about our friends at BetOnline.net. Hi, this is Jeremy the Impact York from Strong Style, Board Check, and That Sports Show. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet Online, where the game starts. 
And we're back here on Hunkered Down. Welcome back. I am Jeremy the Impact York. Let's talk about the Auburn Tigers coming to visit the UGA Bulldogs at Sanford Stadium between the hedges. One of the most iconic, fantastic places there, there are. I would like to visit there soon. We'll see what we can do about that. Uh, 3.30 CBS game on that. Auburn comes in at 3 and two. They're not having a they're not having a, a bad day. They're not having a, a bad year. I mean, let's talk about some of their games. They opened up by just smoking Mercer, which okay, they should. Good for Mercer. They beat San Jose State, which is always a solid program. Uh, Penn State kind of slapped them around a little bit. Then they were able to beat Missouri, the same Missouri that took UGA to the limit. And uh, then they just recently lost to LSU in a, uh, a pretty close battle. I, you know, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. So, clearly, this is sided with UGA. I believe they're like a 12 or 13 point Ten and a half. Is that what it is? Ten and a half? Ten and a half point favorite. That's not bad. That's 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 pretty fair. Obviously, you know, with our friends at betonline.net, uh, they do some article they have some articles up. They have uh, the betting lines and the wagering and the help section and things like that. They do podcasts and things like that. So if you were going if you were so inclined, if they give you ten and a half, I I could see that. I, I could see them them winning by ten and a half. I, I definitely, you know, because you look in points per game right now, UGA is averaging thirty nine, and they give up ten point eight. So they're scoring forty, they're giving up ten. Well, what the Auburn Tigers are doing, they are scoring twenty two a game, and they're giving up twenty one. This is why they are kind of middle of the pack where they're at. Uh. They're passing a little bit. They're giving up a bunch of yards is, is their big thing. Uh, clearly, they, they've they only scored a couple, or they've only had a couple hundred, like 229 passing, 159 rushing. They're having to find other ways to win, which can be a matchup issue for UGA, but I don't necessarily see it as that. Some of the top players for Auburn. Uh, of course, you got the quarterback, Ashford who is about a 60% passer, 709 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Yeah, that's something I think we can capitalize on, and we should definitely try to do that. Uh, Bixby is a all-world running back. He, he would be the number one running back on almost any team in the country. That may include UGA. He's that good. He's a big prospect. 69 carries, 326 yards, four touchdowns. He is going to be something you're going to have to do. You're going to have to contend with him. Uh, and then wide receiver. Uh, Javarius. I wanted to get his name right. Javarius Johnson. He has 16 receptions for 305 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he's, he's going to be one to keep your eye on as well. Like I said, their defense is not doing too bad either. But I think this is a game that... The Bulldogs should be able to capitalize on some Auburn Tiger mistakes. 
and it being at home you want to impress the home crowd you you want to look good uh, it looks like it's going to be pretty clear weather 75 76 somewhere in there it should be almost ideal almost ideal weather oh here's a different line caesar sportsbook is saying uga by 30. first off uga is terrible at covering so if they say 30 take the under definitely you don't you they're not going to win by 30. if they do great but if you're going to bet on that if you're going to offer some ducats to try to win more ducats don't take the minus 30 in my opinion um Three keys to victory. These, these are the three keys to victory. I think that if UGA is able to do these three things, I think they should be able to win. First off, you have to contain. You're not going to stop. So contain and control Bigsby. You cannot let Tank Bisby, Bigsby run all over the place. That's, that's key number one. Key number two, we need to we need to work on our run game. Uh, UGA needs to, to work on their run game. I keep saying we. I, I'm not a part of the team. Just a fan that watches. Um, they need to get their run game going early. I think that will and get some some good, safe, easy throws for Stetson. Get his confidence up. Maybe to Lad McConkey just over the middle, little short passes. Get them both warmed up early. Get Brock Bowers involved. I think in in getting you know uh, Milton and the other guys running early, then it'll open up the rest of the game. We'll get Lad McConkey back going. We'll get Brock Bowers into a Heisman conversation. Stetson's already in one. I think that is key number two. Key number three. We already said we got to stop Bigsby. We got to get our run game going. Key number three. We've got to capitalize on special teams. There are going to be times when UGA could block a field goal, when they could block a punt. They can really get after this Auburn Tiger special teams is where I think there is a, a chink in the armor there. There is a weak link in that chain mail that I think you can go for. So if you want to catch the Tiger by the tail, I believe those are the three things to do. We'll recap them real quick again. Do not let Tank Bixby run all over the place. Key number two, let's get Milton and our guys, if that's Brock Bowers, let's get them running early so that it'll set up the safe throws to get Stetson and McConkie and, and everybody going. And number three, on special teams, let's capitalize on the Auburn mistakes because they are going to make some, and you need to be right there to pounce on top of them. So I think Georgia should win this one by 14 Somewhere in there. I think they're going to win by a couple scores. I, like I said, I don't think it's the 30-point the, 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 the thing that Caesars is saying. Uh, keep in mind, guys, that when odds are set, this is just behind the curtain, when odds are set, sometimes they are set to encourage you to bet one side or the other of the line or to bet down the middle. So keep that in mind. Uh, I do think UGA is going to get the victory. I do think since... Since Alabama is playing Texas A&M, I think that's going to be a little bit of a close matchup. They're, I don't think they're going to worry too much either. There's a chance you could leapfrog and, and get back into first, but once again, it doesn't matter right now. In, in two or three weeks, 
when the committee starts to sit down to figure this out, that's when numbers could start to matter because it depends on whether you're going to play the three seed or the four seed because I think you're going to continue to win just like Alabama will. But it's pretty much Alabama, UGA, and Ohio State. Uh, you could throw in USC or Michigan, but I, I don't think those teams are as good as the top three. Those are your top three moving forward. Keep that in mind, though. If you're the number one seed, you probably won't have to face Ohio State till the final if everything plays out the way it should on paper. And if you're the number two seed, well, you'll probably get Ohio State in the first round. But Ohio State UGA or Ohio State Alabama, that's going to be fun. But either way, there's your three keys to victory. I very much think UGA is going to have this one. I think they're going to get back to their uh, dominant ways. And that's going to do it for us this week. We appreciate you guys tuning in to another great episode of Hunker Down. I am Jeremy the Impact York. Remember to be kind to somebody. Be nice just because you can. And we'll see you between the hedges. Go dogs.